This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly long-form programme where we unpack everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. London Fashion Week has just wrapped, a time where the UK capital is awash with movers and shakers from the fashion, culture and technology sectors. There was too the much anticipated return of luxury brand Burberry to the lineup under the new creative direction of Daniel Lee. For more on this and a reflection of some of their highlights from the week, let's hear from Monocle's fashion editor Natalie Theodosi and writer Grace Charlton. I really enjoyed Udon Choi. I think he does like just these really beautiful, well-crafted, well-designed collections that are really chic. Udon Choi, he's a South Korean designer who graduated from the Royal College of Arts, I think in 2006. Um, and he often has these collections that have real like masculine tailoring elements in women's wear. And he will like base them around art and architecture and figures like Kukdo, I think that was his last collection. And yeah, I just find it very evocative and beautiful. Otherwise, I did really enjoy 16 Arlington. Um, I can't resist a little bit of sequin and feather and croc embossed leather. And they also had like this ground, which was made of two tons of coffee grounds that were just laid on the floor. And the models had to like wobble across it, but it smelled so nice of coffee. <laughs> it was like a nice little pick me up. And it was a morning show, so the the perfect uh, smell exactly. to to have as you walk into a venue. London is really interesting in terms of the, the everything that you see and inspiration both on and off the catwalks. And you mentioned Udon Choi, sixteen Arlington, which is designed by Marco Capaldo, who is Italian and, and living in London. So do you find that there's a real mix of different aesthetics and inspirations and um, different markets within fashion. You can also sort of tell by the crowd outside the show what the show might look like. Like outside Udon Choi, it was a lot more like simple black long coats. But then, you know, maybe you go to the CSM graduate show and everyone's wearing these huge deconstructed like jean jackets and puffer jackets. So... That's Tell me fun. a little bit more about the graduate shows as well, because both Central St. Martins and London College of Fashion hosted shows over London Fashion Week. I think the teachers handpick the best design graduates to show their final projects. And those are the designers who end up being recruited by LVMH and taking on the big creative director roles usually. So what did you think when you saw those two shows? I really loved them. I thought they were so inspirational. They took place in the wake of Pharrell being announced as Louis Vuitton's creative director. I felt like that was a little bit maybe heavy for these students who'd um, just finished their collections, but they were beautiful. I think the London College of Fashion show, it was really fun because I was sitting next to one of the teachers and she was explaining to me the different like collections and what they're inspired by. I think one was inspired by ADHD, another one was like only £35 worth of material went into designing a whole collection. But I really enjoyed Isabella Wynn. She had like these cool romantic cardigans with Western details, like buckle belts strewn across shoulders. I also really enjoyed Alexander Neal's dramatic and super chic evening wear for men. And all the men were trying their best to walk in heels as down this catwalk. But that was really beautiful and like... There's just so much talent coming up and being fostered in London. 
maybe another thing on the students' mind was the the Pharrell Williams appointment at Louis Vuitton, and and they may be thinking about what it would really take these days to get that big creative director role. Any other themes that you felt that all the students were thinking about and uh, showing in their collections? It was interesting at Central Saint Martins. It was a lot more dystopian. It was a lot more like deconstructed, maybe some more disturbing details like faces printed on fabric and then worn by these models. It looked quite scary. And then some of the outfits honestly looked like they came out of Dune, you know, like Frank Herbert's sci-fi novel. (laughs) It's interesting you say dystopian because I found something a little bit similar and I felt the same, this dystopian mood, when I went to Edward Crutchley's show on the first day of London Fashion Week at Sadler's Wells. He is um, quite an established designer. He works with Kim Jones at Dior and has his own label here in London. And you were sitting in a really dark room. There was a lot of leather, a lot of a lot of darkness. I think he's been really thinking about what's going on around us and in the world and and channeling all of that in his collections. But then again, you also had really light and beautiful moments. Uh, On the weekend, I went to the Tove show, which is a younger brand that made its debut during London. And there you just saw really beautiful, elegant clothes that women will really want to buy next season, I think. It was really interesting going to Christopher Kane. And maybe it's not exactly fashion that I respond to but all the women there were like huge fans and they were wearing like the Christopher Kane coats. Christopher Kane is such a darling of London fashion. He started over 10 years ago and he was part of this generation of designers that graduated from Central St. Martins, built brands. A lot of them have struggled to to stay in business given that it is a really hard business and we've just gone through a pandemic and I think he is trying to come back after a pause and, and find his feet. So did you get mixed mixed messages, mixed emotions from that collection? I'm not sure the peplum needs to be revived. I'm glad we left it in the mid-2010s and he had all these like dresses with latex peplums and whatnot. So if we were to close with some takeaways, no peplums, check out Tove and discover that collection because... Uh, if, as far as I'm concerned, it was the best uh, debut of London Fashion Week. Really? Not Daniel Lee at Burberry? There was a lot of excitement there, but it's still a brand that needs to find its feet and its uh, its aesthetic. Uh, we were all really excited to go to Kennington Park to see the tent um, uh, at Burberry back. Uh, and a lot of those familiar trench coats, the checks being revived, and, and this idea of Britishness. But I thought that it looked a little bit like the models rolled out of bed and it lacked elegance, a little bit more construction, tailoring. Maybe you disagree with me, but that was my take on, on the new Burberry. I quite liked it, and I do love a fluffy hat. And there were plenty of those, a lot of water bottles and uh, fluffy hats with, with duck prints on them. So there's something from everyone that that's, can be our takeaway, that London really it's such a mix of aesthetic and voices and backgrounds that you can find anything, including a duck hat. <laughs> Monocle's fashion editor Natalie Theodosi, and before that, our writer Grace Charlton. That's all for this week, but if you're eager for more design stories, then listen to our full-length programme, Monocle on Design, airing on Tuesdays at 8pm London time. 
or if you prefer print, then pick up a copy of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Maylie Evans. Thank you for listening.